The Sports Gambling Podcast Network is sponsored by MyBookie.ag. Join now and MyBookie will match your first deposit with a 100% bonus. Just use the promo code SGP100 to activate the offer. So visit MyBookie today. Play, win, and get paid. The Sports Gambling Podcast Network is also brought to you by Oddshark. Oddshark offer you free picks from the supercomputer and expert writing staff with betting stats and trends you won't find anywhere else. Follow them on Twitter at Oddshark and check them out at www.oddshark.com. The Sports Gambling Podcast Network is also brought to you by BetQL. BetQL is the only mobile app that gives you the best chance to beat Vegas, get easily trackable line movement and see which team the public backs, view betting trends all day, calculate your return and follow your picks right from your device. So head over to betql.co and download the app. Hey guys, this is your UFC 229 preview where we'll be focusing on Khabib Namagamadov versus Conor McGregor. If you want to bet on this fight, go no further than our sponsor, mybookie.ag. They have all of the markets available. They are the official sponsor of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network, whether it be over, under, on the rounds, what rounds Khabib Namagamadov is going to win, who wins the fight how they win the fight. Every market is available right there on the official sponsor of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network, mybookie.ag. I am joined on the line by my regular colleague for UFC from the Dirty Sheets podcast. It's Mr. Kieran Herring. Hello, everyone. Really good to be back after a couple of, uh, maybe about a month off. Really looking forward to this card and especially, of course, the main event, which I'm looking forward to breaking down now with Billy. Yeah, it's been a bit of a gap in terms of covering UFC. I think it's really been deliberate because of the boxing. Boxing usually dominates in September. We've had Amir Khan, Anthony Joshua, Paulser, Garcia, Canelo Alvarez, Triple G. All the big names of boxing have been have been boxing. And then they have a little gap now until um, December where you have Fury uh, going up against Dante Wilder, so yeah, it's a good it's a good time for UFC to put up a card. Um, didn't really have a massive show like they usually do for their um, their anniversary. Um, haven't got anything major announced for the Super Bowl or, or the December show. So this looks like the big one coming at us um, at the start of October. And and this, I think, as you alluded to, this isn't the the best card of all time or even possibly this year but this is without a doubt the biggest fight that they can make right now especially with John Jones out and not looking like he's he's going to come back and Ronda being in the WWE dragging Connor out of um, semi-retirement is the biggest thing that they can do however I do feel that that would be a key factor I frankly thought Khabib would have beaten him anyway at his peak but a two-year layoff and the fact that you've got $100 million in the bank, how motivated will Conor McGregor be? I, 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 I thought myself that the motivation would be low. I just want to throw something at you as well before you answer. Um, apparently, Conor McGregor's one request for this fight was that he do only 20% of the media that he usually does, uh, meaning that you've hardly seen him do anything for it because I don't know whether that's because he's got too much money and doesn't care or whether he's just training like a madman because he respects Khabib Nurmagomedov. So with all that taken in consideration, where are you sitting with this? 
think, first of all, two years off, you can't, no matter how much training he's doing, you can't really legislate for that. It's There is going to be nothing like being in in the octagon. Even the, the boxing match last year, I'm sure he learned some very, very valuable skills during that, but it let's be honest, it don't really count towards this. It's not it's not relevant. It was, it, as even Connor said, it was a complete circus show last year against Floyd Mayweather. Uh, I do I do believe that the reason he's not doing his media obligations is because he wants to train. He does respect Khabib. I, I, I don't think it's lack of motivation. I, I do think he's definitely training a lot. Um, there's one thing I want to say in terms of the, the two press conferences they have done. I don't. Know, I'm sure you. Probably, I don't know if you agree with me, but a lot of Connor's followers are going, "Oh, look, he's he's getting Khabib's head. Look, Khabib stormed off the press conference." I don't think they understand who Khabib is. They think that this is going to bother him. The guy grew up in a literal war zone. He's not worried about some pissed-up Irishman uh, talking about his dad or anything like that. I don't like that. But the, the people seem to really overestimate what Connor's doing in these press conferences, and they underestimate the mentality of Khabib. And that's, I think that's going to play into the fight hugely. But he's, I think he's, Khabib is completely unfazed so far by, by what's happened in those two press conferences. No, you'd think he would have been ready for this for a long time. I mean, he's even going as far as to saying this is the only fight he wants. He's always wanted this yeah. fight. He's going to retire at 27-0 and 0, unless there's a super fight out there for him. I mean, this is very much been structured all in his head and I mean one of the main things that he's using this fight for is to cement his legacy and uh, to move out with his wife and kids from his parents home that that's how this guy lives he just eats shits and breathes MMA uh, he's a complete family man that doesn't drink or, or do anything and, and to the point where he's living with his wife with his mum and dad at this at this point and and won't move out and literally sees this at a point where he will start his life as in like he'll close this chapter of MMA and begin his family life after he's beaten Conor McGregor this is the one and only and final thing that he wants to do which is bizarre given his age and his record yeah he's, he's strange like um He's got a lot of money to be. For, there's a lot of money for him to make still for maybe maybe for like the next ten years. He's he's only thirty, but um, yeah, I think he's. I feel like he feels like he's sort of completed it in a way. <laughs> if he beats Conor McGregor, there's not, there isn't much else for him to do. He clearly absolutely hates the guy. Once he's done this, what else is there for him? I, could, I suppose he could go up and wait and win a belt there as well, but. You know, he's very he's clever. If he's not motivated, he's not going to fight, and he certainly is motivated for this fight. Yeah, he has said he's not interested at all in in, in fighting Ferguson again. Um, only GSP would interesting interest him. I mean, that some of the comments do do kind of sound like he's he's already win he's already won the fight. Um, I don't think there'll be. It'll, it'll basically be starting over for Khabib if he's to lose this fight. He'll either retire with a loss, or he'll win and and sit there with a super fight. I don't think he's going to go back round the loop again and, and face the likes of Ferguson and whatnot and, and possibly try and rebuild himself to, in order to earn himself another shot. I, I just don't think that's going to happen. Whereas whereas Conor McGregor, there will be places for him to go. There'll still be interest in him um, fighting at different weights and against different fighters and he can just sell a fight with um, some comment at a press conference, some some personal comment or whatever, and he could just get be, be back out there. He could fight Diaz again with no belts on the line, what whatever. So I don't think this is going to be the end for Conor McGregor, and and he, and he knows that. But I am I was surprised when this was announced in the first place because this is a risky fight to take, and stylistically, 
it was the worst fight um, out there for Conor McGregor and even the bookies see that I can't remember the last time uh, Conor McGregor was an underdog possibly against Jose Aldo but even that was very split 10 to 11 I don't remember when Conor McGregor was an underdog where the other guy was minus 200 but very very quickly that's become a best price of minus 150 as um, it, the ill-informed people continue to punt on Conor McGregor well that's what I that's what I looked him at as but however a lot of UFC guys are saying don't underestimate Connor don't underestimate the left hand uh, why are these experts coming out uh, all these these ex-fighters and whatnot and why are we getting uh, a lot of picks for Conor McGregor I'm not saying it outweighs Khabib but around about 40 to 35 percent is quite high from the MMA community for Conor McGregor picks I, I just don't see it that way yeah it's, it's difficult because he's been, because of the last two years it's it is, it is easy to forget in, in a weird way it is quite easy to forget how good Connor is and what and was during his his main run in, in, in MMA before the boxing break but he, he is unbelievable it's undeniable he's an unbelievable fighter it's just Khabib's probably it's just Khabib's the best it's like in, I, I, I think he's the best so maybe barring John Jones maybe but people there's a lot of you get clouded if that makes sense like the amount of people who just always oh Connor's going to win Connor's going to beat Floyd Mayweather Connor's going to beat whoever he's literally anyone he's up against and there's so many people who say I suppose maybe that can sway your opinion a little bit I don't know but you know Michael Bisping he's not he's not a fan of um, Conor Rega he's even come out recently he said he's changed his mind he thinks Connor's going to win uh, first round with a, with a with his left hand he's going to knock him out and Bisping's openly not a fan of Conor Rego so I, I don't I, I'm with you I don't really see why there's so many of them saying that Conor's going to starch him again like, but yeah I, I don't know I, I, I'm leaning towards Khabib as, as you can tell but um, I think maybe yeah, maybe people's opinions just get clouded by Connor's very vocal following. I'm not sure. Yeah, I mean, I mean, there's there's some statistics to to back it up as well. I mean, Conor McGregor has stopped 73% of takedown attempts against him. Um, Conor McGregor um, is a much better striker than Johnson, who gave uh, Khabib some trouble in that fight. I mean, if Connor has as much success as that. Um, then, then you, then Connor will win the fight. Um, and on the other side of it, um, we've only seen Chad Mendes really put Connor in trouble on on his back in terms of um, having him to fight off his back. And um, yeah. the, 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 can can you make comparisms between Mendes and and Khabib Nurmagomedov when it comes comes to wrestling? I mean, I don't think I don't think you really can. I think if you look at the records of the two and what Khabib's done. Um, you can't put him up against anyone because no one is 26 and, and 0. Um, but in saying that, even with these uh, even with these takedowns, he averages uh, 5.44 takedowns per fight. Um, but he only actually hits 43% of what he attempts. But what that doesn't take into consideration is the pressure and volume in, in, in sense that he's going for it the entire time and uh, whether Connor's cardio can withstand that, I'm not too sure. But um, But yeah, I guess it's those kind of peripheral statistics that are why people can logically pick Conor McGregor as opposed to more, more so the whole Conor wins, Conor's going to win, Conor's going to win everything, That those kind of fans, whereas this is the statistical background behind it. Yeah, 
Yeah, you're right. With, with, with regards to Chaz Mendes, Chad Mendes, he's a phenomenal wrestler. No, he isn't anywhere near as good as Khabib, and he's nowhere near as big as Khabib is. And also, it's worth remembering that fight, um, Chad came in on about a week to ten days' notice, so it wasn't really... Uh, in, in great shape so uh, that's worth remembering there and, yeah, and as you said he did still uh, test Connor a lot there so but he's just not on Khabib's level when it comes to wrestling the only thing I will say is that if you go back and watch Khabib's fights he does tend to rush have a tendency to rush towards people with his chin up in the air and Connor's incredibly accurate and has got a massive uh, reach advantage so that could come into play if, if it's going to go the way of Connor winning by knockout which I don't I swear you know with Connor that is always an option that that could just happen as we know from, from what we've seen of him in the past yeah as a lot a lot of people are using that Mendes fight as um as an example where they're saying Mendes didn't didn't have any training and um, he took the fight on no notice and, and took Conor down pretty easily. But I think Conor McGregor, is, even 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 me who's picking the Maga Madoff and certainly isn't a McGregor fan, even I would be able to acknowledge that Conor McGregor has come a long way since then in terms of um, in terms of where he's at with his takedown defense and skill and technique and the type of fighter he is as well I just think the layoff is too long I just think Khabib is too good I think stylistically it's a nightmare uh, the only way Conor McGregor wins this fight is if the guy isn't the Iceman that I think he is and he freezes somehow and um, he isn't committed to his to his techniques and strategies and whatnot and um, ends up getting caught with a shot on the left and that's it the left, the, the left hand is the only is the only danger in this fight so when when you when you're going up against a guy where there's only one route to victory. Um, I think there's really only one route to victory for both, but one one route to victory requires very specifically um, another guy making quite a big mistake, whereas Khabib's route to victory is just sheer will and skill and just being a better MMA fighter, whereas the other guy is categorically relying on the other on, on one to, to leave himself open for a mistake. That's why I think that the price is still good. Getting Khabib Namega made off at four to six, um, whereas Connor's available at five to four. I think that could get slightly better nearer the fight, but I'm quite happy to jump on now. Um, if you want to look at any other any other markets, I'll let, I'll let you talk before I, I bring these up. Before I bring up other yeah, markets. I was literally about to say, just based on the, the odds, the trend with uh, all kind of regular fights would, if you're going to bet against him, the the trends from his previous fights would suggest wait as late as possible because there's going to be a lot of fans who have to be drinking on the night who will start to put even more money on him to win. And them odds are only going one way. And you're only, if you believe Khabib's going to win, you're only going to get more money the late the later you leave it, I think. But I mean, there's always the risk that Khabib uh, has you know weighs in later on poorly or something like that. But it doesn't look like it's going to go that way. But yeah, my advice would be just be patient, and I think you need to just get better odds the later and later you leave it because his fans will always back him with huge amounts of money, and that's going to sway the odds even further than they already have gone. That's another problem in this fight, um, Khabib and Megamadoff walks around at 200 pounds and needs to get down to 155 um from what we're hearing he's this is the most serious he's ever taken a fight and turned up to camp at 179 um and is currently at what around about 172 172 to 175 i heard at the start of the week sounds like a lot to a normal person uh where you need to get off 
um, 14 pound or a stone with a with we you know with a few days to go but that isn't a problem for them a stone isn't a problem for for them to lose in a couple of days uh, it sounds crazy not if you're not following MMA that sounds crazy to you but Khabib has been in positions where he needed to lose double that um, in the last few days and, and has made himself really ill but uh, yeah normally walks around at 200 but turned up to this camp already ready for the fight at 180 making his weight cut really really easy so I don't think that's going to be the usual problem for Khabib Nurmagomedov well at least I hope it won't be and um, that should make a significant difference as well whereas 155 for Connor is is um, he's, he's made it comfortably he's never had any weight yeah. well comfortably is a, a bit of a, an overstatement we, we don't know of any problems we've never been told of any problems uh, for Connor in terms of um, making weight or anything like that or being dehydrated or whatever. Um, looking at the fight outcomes, uh, Khabib Nurmagomedov to win in rounds one to five is 11 to 10. I do like that bet. Uh, Khabib on points is nine to two. A lot of people picking that. So if you like that, it's nine to two. Uh, Connor in rounds one to five is 13 to eight and points is 12 to one. If you like Conor McGregor, don't take the five to four, take the 13 to eight. Conor McGregor is, is not winning this fight on points. Um, that's why it's 12 to one. So getting him in rounds one to five is 13 to eight uh, is a decent bet. There is an argument here. There is, there is a way to, if you've got millions of pounds uh, to make a profit on every outcome, uh, as long as you think that the fight isn't going to go two points. So you can take Connor in rounds one to five and take Khabib in rounds one to five and, and make money. But the better way of betting that would probably be to bet under 4.5 rounds, which, um, which should have, a, which have a price somewhere uh, under 4.5 rounds is, um, is two to seven. So obviously that would be the wiser way to win that. But obviously yeah. if the fight ends in, uh, in the last two and a half minutes of round five, you lose the bet. So you'd be pretty unlucky to go about it that way. Looking at methods of victory, Khabib Nurmagomedov TKO is 10 to three. Khabib. That, I think that one jumps out to me. TKO for, for Khabib immediately is what I'm thinking is what I'm leaning towards currently. Yeah, we've got Connor. Uh, Connor stoppage is thirteen to eight, so the same price as Connor to win in one to five. You, obviously, he's not going to win by submission because that's thirty-three to one. But if you've got the same odds offered at, at one to five and the same odds, uh, sorry, at thirteen, one to five is offered at thirteen to eight, and the, the TKO is offered at thirteen to eight as well. I don't know why you wouldn't just go one to five just to just to be on, be on the safe side. Um, Connor decision twelve to one, Khabib decision nine to two, uh, submission Connor thirty-three to one. I've already said Khabib submission. 11 of four, um, which is actually the favorite in, in these fight outcomes. But I'm with you. The, I think more of a ground. The Khabib submission's the favorite. It is. Yeah. Out of these fight oh, outcomes. Okay. Okay. Well, actually Connor TKO is the favorite in terms of a method of victory, but Khabib's, okay. Khabib's um, shortest method is the submission at 11 to four. Okay. Yeah, oh, I still think TKO. I think if if, it, if Khabib is controlling the fight and it's, it's just it's all on the floor, I think Khabib would much rather. The, 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 as I said earlier, he genuinely hates Connor. He'd much rather ground and pound him as opposed to get him in a, in a submission hold. If he, yeah, that's assuming he's on the floor and dominant in the fight. But that's that's, that's what I think anyway. Is the hate going to be a problem in terms of Khabib Nurmagomedov's mentality in this fight? We've not seen it before. We've not seen Khabib go in like this before. Normally, he's actually very um, 
sort of cordial with his opponents. He'll, he'll give him a good handshake before, uh, you know, he'll put his, his big hat on them during the weigh-ins and stuff and have a laugh at them. So I think normally he's very, obviously he's, unbel- he's really confident that he's just going to win. Um, as I said, I think Khabib has... So he's got ice in his veins. I just don't think it's going to get to him too much. He does hate him. Uh, that's that much is clear. But I just don't think it's going to affect him. I just think he's going to be the same calculated guy that we've seen time and time again. I can't. I can't see it getting to him personally. What do you think? Um, no, I, I'm. I don't. I think. I think that. Um... I've only ever seen this fight one way and this is the fight I've wanted Conor McGregor to take for a long time so that people can be silenced. I do think some fights have been have been cherry-picked. Um, I didn't think Eddie Alvarez had a chance. Um, the only time I think I've categorically picked against McGregor was the, was the Jose Aldo fight and that went awfully wrong as we all saw. Um, but I, I'm, I've even reached the point where you know, I've always felt to myself that if Aldo got his rematch, that he would win again, uh, that he would win. I don't know why. I just felt like that that press tour and everything got in his head. Whereas in this occasion, maybe Connor hasn't bothered with the press tour, not only because he wants to focus on his fight, but maybe he thinks that he won't get around, he won't get in this guy's head going around the world with a press tour. Maybe that's why it won't it was it wasn't really relevant for Connor to maybe he does think that Khabib has got ice in his veins and the time would be better spent training. Although that isn't gonna help the fight, I don't think this fight is going to break um the one point six million uh, figure that uh, that um Diaz did. I don't know how you feel about that. Uh, well, it certainly isn't gonna hit two and a half million, which is what Dana White is uh, got his fingers crossed for. So um it might, maybe it will, because he's been away for long enough, and he, he probably gained a lot of fans through the Mayweather thing. I don't know. It wouldn't surprise me to see it go just over one point six, but nowhere near the two point five that Dana's after. Well, do, do, do UFC need Conor McGregor to win this fight? Uh, mm, only because he might walk away if he loses. I, I would be the only thing I, I can think of. But no, he, he'll he'll always sell because, like like we covered, he's got this. The army of minions behind him, so it doesn't matter. Like he could, like he could fill out a stadium fighting Paulie Malignaggio boxing. That's yeah. the level that he's at in terms of his with his fan base. So uh, you know, I don't think they need him to win. They'd rather he won, but I don't think they need him to. Uh, a couple of extra bets I like here before I just quickly look at the round betting. Um, Conor McGregor, uh, sorry, Khabib Namegan made off to land a takedown in every round is at four to six minus 150. I don't see how he doesn't because even if this is a two round fight, um, he would have, he would have landed takedowns in the first round and he would have landed takedowns in the second to finish it. Um, if Conor McGregor ends up winning by a knockout, um, you would think that before that happens, unless it happens in the first two minutes, that Khabib would have taken him down at some point before that. I just don't think that he's going to end this fight with zero um, percent takedowns, and if he has got any percentage in the takedown column of successful takedowns, then he would be landing at least one per round. So that, for me, is almost the best bet. That's the same price as Khabib to win the fight, which is Khabib to land a takedown in every round. Every round is, is five minutes. I, I can't. Yeah. How would he not land one takedown in five minutes? Yeah, I think that, I like the I like the sound of that one as well. Actually, that is very tempting. All right, so looking at the round betting, you've got Khabib round one, 11 to two. 
Uh, Khabib round two, seven to one. Khabib round three, 17 to two. Round four, 12 to one. And round five, 18 to one. The points, as I said earlier, is nine to two. Connor round one, four to one. Connor round two, eight to one. Nine to one, sorry, in some places. Uh, round three, 14 to one. Round four, 28 to one. And if you think Khabib is going to have won every round, the Connor's going to need a knockout in round five, and he gets it because he's just that lucky. It's 40 to one that he knocks him out in round five. Points, as we touched on earlier, it's 12 to one. Uh, total rounds, uh, sorry, anything you like there? Or is um, not really your thing? I mean, I would, I'll be tempted to stick a little bit on the 40 to one just in case, because that, that does seem pretty. I mean, I know Connor's got nothing in the tank at that point, but I suppose, like, at 40, 40 to one, it seems silly not to, just in case he does throw, uh, pull a kick out of the bag, a head kick out of the bag or something late on. But um, nothing's immediately jumping out of me. I, I can't really call at what round, um, you know, if Connor's going to win, it's going to be round one or two, I think. But I can't really call with, because Khabib's cardio is so good that he can do it at any point. I can't really call it. I'll call it with him, to be honest with you. These might interest you, these total rounds. Um, under 0.5 rounds is four to one. So that, when they say that, that means the first two and a half minutes of the fight. So these 0.5s equate to two and a half minutes going into that round. It's important to know that. Um, I lost the boxing bet recently by two seconds. Um, oh, sure, really? Yeah. Um, so uh, under 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 zero point five is four to one. Over zero point five is one is one to seven. So you need two and a half minutes to be gone. Uh, under one and a half rounds is six to five. Over one and a half rounds is eight to thirteen. I I like that. Uh, which yeah, means, that immediately jumps out to me which, as well. Which means that this fight will be on for seven and a half minutes. That's that's what you need to bet to win that. It gets a bit longer here. Under two and a half, eight to 13. Over two and a half is six to five. That means that these two are going to basically see the championship rounds or be at least be two and a half minutes short of those championship rounds. Uh, under three and a half rounds is four to 11. Over three and a half rounds is two to one. That means you are in the championship rounds at that point. Uh, under 4.5 is one to four and uh sorry under under four and a half is two to set is, is under four and a half is two to seven over four and a half is 11 to four and the full distance is one to four uh for no and three to one for yes yes for three to one the fight to go to distance uh there's a special bet here for the fight to end in under a minute at nine to one so i think that's pretty much everything covered what did what stuck out to you there the over one and a half rounds which stuck out yeah to definitely definitely 100 percent that uh, what, what, what are the odds on that again uh, eight to thirteen eight to thirteen yeah 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 the, for me that one that's the, the it seems like a no-brainer to me that one over the, i mean a lot of fights go over seven and a half minutes and there's a big chance they may both come into a cagey as well um, they both respect each other greatly, so I think that that one, um, yeah, definitely get that one on your uh, betting slip for me. Yeah, I, I think for, I, I think for me, I'm looking at taking a uh, hundred dollars on that over one and a half rounds, uh, taking a hundred and fifty dollars on Khabib to land a takedown every round, and um, taking maybe even as high as five hundred five hundred dollars or, or four hundred pounds on. Um, on Khabib Namega made off to win this fight outright any method. I just think that this is an opportunity to to go against the public and um, when that public money comes on, this price is going to improve. You're going up again, you're going against a guy um, who's who's stylistically 
been poor for you even at your peak and uh, you're coming at him with a two-year layoff Connor didn't take any warm-up fights he didn't go into Diaz part three I mean that would have been two guys coming off a layoff it would have been a much fairer fight I just think he's going up against an animal and I think those three bets I think the one I'm most worried about worried about is over one and a half rounds because if Khabib comes in like a complete animal and 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 Connor's and the layoff is just you know, really, really detrimental to him. He could finish this in one round. I mean, takedowns are dangerous things. You can do anything to someone on the floor. I'm, I'm, so I'm very surprised that people are going down this route of he's going to take him down and ground and pound him. It's like, well, why are you not? Why would you not hook an arm or or go for a choke or, or whatever? The opportunity on the there is always opportunity on the ground to finish it. So over one and a half is the one I'm most worried about. Khabib to land a takedown every round. I'm completely confident about and Khabib winning a fight. Um, I like that as well. Um, where, where would you stand with your best bets? I, I, I still, I, I still back over seven and a half minutes, over one point five rounds. Uh, as you, I really as you, like the look of that. As your best bet, I think so. I really think so. I, I, you, you know, if you if you think otherwise, then you, yeah. You, Don't get me wrong. I'm not against the bet. I've just given it out as one of my top three. Yeah, I'm just, oh, saying, yeah, no, I'm, just I'm just saying it's one of the ones. It's the one I'd be most worried about. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm fairly confident it's going to be that. Like we saw Connor against Nate Diaz, and when who's obviously a jiu-jitsu black belt, so would have wanted it on the ground as well. Would ideally, Connor's not afraid to literally just run away from people if he's in trouble, and then get back into the fight from a distance. Like he's got, he doesn't take any shame in that. You can go back and watch the Diaz fights, and he does it during their fights. So I think if if Khabib's really pressured him, I don't think Connor will be Connor will be ashamed in creating a distance by literally running to the other side of the cage and starting again. And I think he, he's going to he's going to buy himself uh, some time with that and keep it at a distance for as long as he possibly can and I think that will add up to over over seven and a half minutes do you, do you ever have this concern with, with Conor McGregor that he doesn't take fights that he feels like he's going to lose and um, obviously the, the Diaz fight he lost that was a substitute that came in it wasn't originally meant to be Diaz that he was fighting so do you ever have this sort of concern about that that he's coming into this with complete confidence because he doesn't I don't think he fights for money anymore and maybe maybe there's a possibility of that he's taking this fight because he knows that even with a layoff that with the way with Khabib coming in for takedowns that stylistically maybe he could be Khabib's nightmare and that he's 100% confident about landing that left on a on a takedown on a takedown opportunity I, I mean if that happens on Sunday uh, or Sunday morning for us, Saturday night for Americans, but early, early hours of Sunday morning, is there any way you'd be sitting there thinking, do you know what? That was so obvious. And once again, like he's, you know, why did I bet against him? Obviously he was, he knew he only took this fight. He knew he was going to win. Uh, he's obviously picked, he's obviously knew he could time that left hand perfectly. Uh, is there anything, any, any element of that going through your mind right now? Um, I think there's a lot of uh, nonsense when it comes to Conor McGregor's sort of um, persona, but there's one thing that I would say is 100% genuine, and that he, I think that is that he does believe he can beat anyone. Like I think he does genuinely believe that, and I think he probably even thought he was going to beat Floyd Mayweather, to be honest with you. Um, so I think he goes into every fight thinking that if he does... Uh, spark him in round one like he has done with his last enormous fight that last enormous challenge which was obviously Jose Aldo um, then yeah I suppose you might go oh why didn't I see that coming but um, 
Khabib's a different animal, as we, as we said already. It's just he, he's he's twenty six and zero and a champion, and you don't get that. That doesn't exist in MMA like it does occasionally in boxing. It's just it's it's man, and he's he's earned it as well. He's, no, he's had no lucky breaks. He's he's won every single round he's ever fought professionally in. So if Connor does uh, knock him out in round one, then absolutely fair play to the guy. You know, but it's just. He's fighting a different creature this time, I think. Yeah. Um, where do, where do we want to go with the rest of the card here? Because there is there are mate, incredibly there are other fights on this card, but um, but I mean it's just a case of wh- what you've picked out for, from the rest of the card for me. Uh, obviously, the standout thing from the under from the undercard is Tony Ferguson returning, uh, which which for me does seem to be quite early but um i don't know what where you stand on that because the injury he had was was significant and he's coming and he's coming back on his card and he's fighting pettis uh on his comeback fight and he's priced at 3 to 10 i i just think there's value in pettis at 11 to 4 here and and, and not normally of course but just just based off the back of the layoff yeah, I've got to wonder how strong that knee can possibly be at this point. If Pettis just throws some horrible kicks towards that knee uh, for the earlier part of the fight and just takes it, I don't see. I think there's a big possibility he may just his knee may just explode again. And I mean, I don't understand how good the doctors can be that they've got a completely detached um, ligaments in his knee and they're already so good that you can have a professional fight again. Uh, so I don't know if um, in a semi main is going to do that, but I. I, I yeah, if I was Anthony Pettis, that's what I'd be going for anyway. But do you have any confidence in Pettis as well? Because I mean, he hasn't exactly been shining for the last three no, years. No, himself. Ferguson's the better fighter for me, the much better fighter. Yeah, of course. But, yeah. Um, I'm just worried about. I am worried about that knee. Like at one point, it looked like you know, once upon a time, not that long ago, that would end a sportsman's career. And somehow he's he's back within, I think, under a year, isn't it? He's back. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. It's remarkable, but um, I think I, it's, it's hard. There, them odds do seem a bit distorted to me. But um, yeah, not sure. I'm not sure what's going on there. I think Ferguson should be the favourite, but perhaps not quite at that at that distance. Yeah, I mean that that one does seem the case of um, the bookies looking at two names on the card and not taking the, into enough consideration. I mean, Tony, I, I would think there would be value in in Ferguson roundabout one to two or something like that which is kind of what I expected it just to be at but then the value is completely shifted towards Pettis again you're going up against a guy in a layoff and the, the difference is is that the skill set is a lot better for in terms for in terms of for Tony Ferguson whereas the matchup that we just covered they, they're two completely different skill sets it's one versus the other it's it's the takedown versus the striker and 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 this one this one isn't isn't really like that. This is just an all round better um, MMA fighter. When you're looking at the last two three years at least, I know Pettis used to be, you know, a lot more of a, of a bigger name. But I mean, still, I mean, he he could pull this out, especially against a guy that's that could be on one leg at some point. I don't know. I just think that it's a really risky fight to take. And um, they're, they're talking about can Tony Ferguson fight the winner of Khabib and Connor after this and. And, and whatnot, but I would think that he needs to get past this first before we talk about anything else. And and three to ten is is, is terrible odds for me. Yeah, I agree. What odds do you got for uh, Derek Lewis versus Volkov? Well, Derek Lewis versus Volkov. I have Volkov at four to seven, and I have Lewis at eleven to eight. Um, 
I don't really like any bet in this fight because you know looking at Lewis's previous fights obviously Volkov is the better striker but if Lewis gets him down once um, then that could be the end of the fight he could just maul him uh, depending on what whereabouts in the round it is but um, yeah this is this is a no bet for me what, what, what do you like on this? I wouldn't bet on this. The main reason I wouldn't bet on this personally is because of how the Derek Lewis's um, sort of mentality after that uh, Ngannou fight, which I think me and you said might be end up being fight of the year, but uh, it ended up being one of the worst fights in history. So we weren't quite on point with that one. But he was so disappointed with himself after that one, uh, and he said, oh, "I don't deserve. I don't deserve anything after my performance that fight." Like he, he was clearly down on himself after that. So this is his first time back. I think he's going to come in. Uh, all guns blazing and I don't know if that means he's going to land something massive on Volkov or whether Volkov's going to land something massive on, on him but I think it's I think it may well be a wide open fight because Lewis is going to try and uh, prove a point based after that Ngarnu fight So you don't think it'll be an option for him to take him down and try and win the fight that way? Uh, if, if he can keep his head and absolutely that's, that would be the, probably the advisable way to go about it but um, I think he, I think he wants a, well if I had to guess I, I think he wants something uh, sort of highlight real win based after after the disaster last time out and I think it, that, that's a worry for me anyway I, I like Derek Lewis and that's a worry that he's going to come in like I said all guns blazing desperately looking for something here uh, What about OSP against Dominic Reyes what was you guys? I can't really look past um, St. Pru here. I think I think he's going to win. But, oh, uh, well, just got, outright. I've got St. Pru as a massive underdog here at two to one. Uh, I've oh, got yeah? Dominic Reyes at two to five. Yeah. Oh, interesting. I, I really think I just think he's going to. I, I, I favour him over Reyes any day, personally. But I wouldn't, I wouldn't have expected that. Um, okay. What, what do you reckon? Uh, I, I, like the, the, for these two fights that that are coming up, um, I I I think that the over uh, this one I like the over one and a half rounds uh, at six to five, um, which is the which is the underdog price under one and a half rounds is eight to thirteen. Uh, I think ISP has gone long in in most of his fights that I've watched, so I think getting seven and a half minutes here um, is, is is a possibility. Um, that I'm willing that I'm willing to bet on, and uh, obviously the final fight, uh, the women's fight, Michelle Watson against uh, Herring, uh, that again looks like an over to me. It looks like it will go the distance because obviously most women fights do. Um, you're only getting two to five on it, but if you want to parlay that up with any other selection on the card that you feel strongly about, uh, aside from Khabib Nurmagomedov and Conor McGregor, it will give you more of an interest through the undercard. So take the um, the points in the Watson uh, Herring fight and then parlay it up with any selection that you like from the Ferguson Pettis Lewis Volkov and OSP versus Reyes fight that's what I would do yeah I think I, I can't really call uh, Watson versus Felice Herring it's, it's a bit to me I mean um, most of the time that wouldn't even make the main card to be honest with you the bookies can't um, either it's, it's uh, both fighters are at 10 to 11 so oh really okay I mean yeah well there you go then. yeah they both they both sort of um Mid card, like at best, they, they, like I said, I, I would be amazed if they made it to the main card on the next like for the next card with you know with uh, Nate Diaz and Poirier on there. Generally, they wouldn't be making the main card, so I can't, I, I can't separate the two personally. So yeah, I think, I think I agree with you. I think you'll go three rounds and, and get a decision there. Just seen um, some little upset specials I've been putting in, and um, 
Conor McGregor, <laughs> I seriously hope this doesn't look like a great bet at the end of the night. But um, Anthony Pettis uh, paired up with Conor McGregor is eight to one. So Pettis going up against the Ferguson returning from a serious knee injury and Conor McGregor with his one punch power going up against um, Khabib Nurmagomedov. Uh, both of those winning coming in at eight to one. So that's that's interesting when you look at that. They, I, I just I'm I'm strongly hoping this isn't one of those one of those UFC nights I've had before where you're looking back on it and go, well, that was obvious, and oh, why didn't I see that coming or whatever. Um, I think people would. I, I think the people that lose money on McGregor just won't. I don't think they'll they will have that mentality because the thing is, is if Khabib just grounds and pounds him down, I don't think you can turn around and say the signs weren't there. Um, I think that they would be the ones that are more justified in 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 not having that they, they wouldn't really have any case that they they would have readily ignored the signs uh, and and still bet on Conor McGregor regardless anyway. And and on top of that. What you're getting in this fight and why I think there's so much value in in the Mega Madoff, just to finish off, is that some people won't even be looking at those statistics anyway. The kind of people that bet on these Conor McGregor fights, Khabib Nurmagomedov is just a face to them. Khabib Nurmagomedov is just another guy. He's another guy with an accent who's coming in and talking like he's going to beat Conor McGregor and they've just seen him all hit the floor. And they won't even be looking at any... Stats. They won't even know that Khabib Nurmagomedov's route to victories, takedowns, whatever. They'll know nothing about him. Guys, hundreds and hundreds and thousands of dollars are going to be put blindly on Conor McGregor. That's what's that's what's fascinating about this fight from a betting angle, um, and we've seen it every time. I don't know if um, if you have anything to add to that before we finish off. Yeah, just just uh, just as a, a little reminder, people people made money on betting on Floyd Mayweather to beat Conor McGregor in a boxing match last time. So just think of it like that. We've got one of the best MMA fighters of all time with those same distorted odds because of Conor's uh, army of fans. So, uh, well, even the experts were silly on that. Like, because me and my mate were sitting there watching that, watching that together in a pub and following the in-running price. And the unanimous consensus was is that Conor McGregor won round one in the, in the Mayweather um, yeah. in the Mayweather-McGregor fight. And the price for Mayweather to win that fight changed to eight to thirteen in running from from the start of the price, from the start of the market where it started at two to seven. It was at eight to thirteen. And bearing in mind, before that fight started uh, and when it was made, uh, Floyd Mayweather was one to eight. He went from one to eight, and Conor McGregor was backed all the way into five to two. And Mayweather started at two to seven. And after one round in play. In bet in the in-play betting on Bet365, one of the most reputable betting sites in the world, Floyd Mayweather was available at eight to thirteen in running after one round. That is one of the most ridiculous things I, I ever saw, and obviously I bet on it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, this is just my advice to all the betting, all the gamblers out there. Just if you if you unless you are absolutely adamant Connor's going to win, obviously, then don't don't follow this. But if you're not sure or you're leaning towards Khabib. Be patient and get on it because these odds are distorted, and it's, it's, it, it could easily be very easy money. Looking back on it, yeah. Well, that that's that's our take on on things, and hopefully we all end up being right. Otherwise, um, just send your hate tweets to the people at the SGP Network. Um, unless Kieran, you want to you want to put your Twitter on the line here right now. 
Uh, you can find me at Kieran underscore Herring on uh, on Twitter. Um, there's a, you know, I do a few MMA stuff there, tweets on there, and that. But it's my personal account, so there's a lot of uh, other stuff on there as well. But yeah, feel free to follow if, if you fancy it. Kieran also also occasionally sends us in podcasts which are available at the Dirty Sheets. Uh, they are available normally for free on the regular Dirty Sheets podcast, um, but some of them do make their way over to Patreon. Uh, you can find me at the Dirty Sheets Patreon page. That's patreon.com slash the Dirty Sheets. I'm also at lockbetting.com. If you sign up to lockbetting.com betting packages, you would have won £1,326 in the month of September. Uh, there was also £1,100 uh, profit for the month of um, August as well. And this month, we are already over £500 up just from Champions League and Europa League podcasts. Uh, there are exclusive podcasts over at lockbetting.com for um, the Europa League, for the European Football Every Weekend. There's boxing podcasts there as well. Uh, there's UFC and WWE podcasts there as well. So check everything out that I do. Check out Heron, but most importantly, check out the guys at the Sports Gambling Podcast. Follow them on Twitter at the SGP Network and of course place all of your bets with the official sponsor of the Sports Gambling Podcast mybookie.ag where you can bet on every single fight that's happening at UFC 229 and every single bet that we've just given out I've taken those from mybookie.ag I've converted them to English odds because that's how I prefer to do things but just to let you know Khabib Namega Madoff if you want to bet him, wait patiently until you get that minus 150 at mybookie.ag. I guarantee you it will come. We've all said uh, we know what the trends are with Conor McGregor fights. If you don't get it, it will be a one-off. It will be the first time ever in a Conor McGregor fight that money hasn't come on in the last day. So I guarantee you, if you stay patient, you will find Khabib Nurmagomedov at mybookie.ag at the price of minus 150, which is what we are targeting, or possibly even better. If you have real patience, then uh, maybe you might even get something better minus 130 i think would be a dream come true to be honest uh, i've been billy he's been kieran thanks for listening to our ufc 229 preview khabib and omega made off massacring conor mcgregor hopefully Finally spring, and I'm saying goodbye snow, hello adventure. And during the Honda Dream Garage Spring Event, you can get epic deals on your favorite Honda model. Ready to get rugged? Then take the off-road in an all-wheel drive Honda SUV, like the CRV, HRV, Pilot, Passport, or redesigned Ridgeline. Want to take a spring road trip? Then check out a fuel-efficient turbocharged Civic or Accord. Say goodbye to winter and hello to a new Honda. Don't miss huge savings during the Honda Dream Garage Spring Event. Now at your local Honda dealer.